this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. A show about things we like, things we're into. And I know you're wondering, who the he- who the heck are we to get to sit up here on our two matching thrones and tell you what's good? Oh, this is my secret fear. <laughs> this is my secret fear. Oh, shit. Fear. Yeah, what am I doing? <laughs> this is my secret fear that everybody who listens to this show has this thought that you are just demonstrating. Like, who are these two clown, clownos up there saying, hey, you better start liking persimmons or whatever. Well, we both went to eight years of tastemaker school. That's true. That, uh, oh, Jesus. Is that what we are? <laughs> I don't think we are. I don't think when I talk about like, you know, ruffles, potato chips yeah. on this show, the next day there's a <laughs> spike in ruffles stock, which of course this talk ticker shorthand for is R-U-F-F. Get there though, it's about to hit a big boom. I don't know anything about stocks. Do you have a small wonder? I do. Okay. Um, There's probably a better way to talk about this, but uh, waterproof clothing? Okay. <laughs> We uh, are planning one final trip for these summer months, and I have been looking for clothing uh, that I can wear that will not become damp yes. in this hot climate. Yes. And I have been particularly interested in in these fabrics, with these moisture-wicking fabrics. They're very important to me yeah. at this point in my life. I, I, I have no patience for damp clothes that I made damp with my body stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, sweaty Betty. I guess. I think we all are <laughs> these days. Well, I think I'm going to maintain that I'm sweatier than you. I'm just going to say I'll it. I'll allow that. I think my kind but that's of, But in my defense, I don't exert myself. <laughs> yeah. I think my nervous energy comes out in sweat. Oh. Uh, and your nervous energy it just I causes guess, yeah. or your, your skin to fall off. Okay, cool. I guess yeah. I have lots of like... <laughs> Like issues with my bod? Well, hey, I'm saying I'm sweaty. It's not like oh, I'm wow. yeah. putting myself yeah, you, on a pedestal. You, you get weird poops and you get your skin falls off. And I guess I get a little sweaty, so we're <laughs> even. Uh, I'm going to say my good friend and yours, Theodore Lasso, uh, holding down oh. a set over there uh, across the pond. People are kind of freaking out about this season, it seems. In what, in what way? I think they're nervous about Ted Lasso's kind of turn from perfection. Oh, interesting. I think it's been very good. Well, no, the character himself. Oh, I see. This, yeah, I, I mean, this the, idea the, that he's having kind of a crisis of confidence. Yeah, it's 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 very interesting to have yeah. like, it would be like if in the second Mighty Ducks movie, like somebody came <laughs> in and was like, hey, Gordon Bombay, you're doing it wrong. And he's yeah. like, oh, shit, am I? Yeah. Oh man, yeah, it's it's a, it's it's fantastic, and it, they are fucking taking huge swings with it too. Oh my gosh, so charming! There's a that Christmas Chris, episode. That Christmas episode, it it Griffin has introduced me to the idea that prior to the holidays, you watch holiday themed shows. Yes, and this one has entered I think the rotation for sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, you go first this week with the big with the big boy. What do you got? What do you got for the big boy? <laughs> what do you got for the big boy? I mean, that's kind of an appropriate way to couch my wonderful thing. Can't wait. Are you going to talk about Frisch's Big Boy? Because, no. oh boy. No, I am going to talk about uh, State Fair Food. State Fair Food. Mm-hmm. Get down there. Mm-hmm. Texas State Fair just announced <laughs> no masks, no shots required. You can get shots on the campus of the fair. Yeah. Get yourself a double stuffed super fried Oreo. Yeah. And also, 
a, 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 a immunization, a sort of deactivated <laughs> pathogen that will make you immune to the uh-huh. global pandemic. Not immune, but mostly. Get your shots, folks. You think the shots are deep fried? I think that they probably are, yes. <laughs> I think they hide them in the Oreo. You take a bite of the Oreo and you go, ouch, Ow. what was that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to couch this in saying that I... The the fair food I am thinking of actually is has not been acquired from a state fair. I do not believe I have been to a state fair. You're sh- what? I don't think so. They didn't do I, they didn't do one in so uh, we carnivals carnivals is what I Fine, went to. But... So like like what I really honestly wanted to talk about was funnel cake. Okay, but there's not much of not a, a lot. There's yeah. not much of a story with funnel cake. It sure. is exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Uh, but you it, ever hear it called elephant ear? Yes, although that is apparently a slightly different thing. Oh, is it? That's I like think a it's, big flat funnel cake. Yeah, I think it's kind of in the way the it's Dutch created. Baby. Interesting. Yeah, uh, but I realized that ultimately, what is exciting to me about the idea of attending a carnival or a fair is the food you can get there. Yeah, that's about. I mean, I don't know if I could go on a tilt a whirl at this at this age. At this juncture, <laughs> or like a scram scrambler is one of them, or the uh, oh boy spider or yo yo, all the big ones. Yeah, carnival rides are terrifying. I'm sure there's. I'm sure we have uh, carnival workers who listen to this show who take great pride in their craft, and that's yeah, fine. But I, I just when I go on a ride, I operate under the assumption that you know I would hear about uh, a disaster if it had happened, but um, it's difficult when a ride just pops up in a parking lot to yes. feel total confidence in that ride. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But again, we are pretty anxious people in yeah. general. Well, yeah, that's fair. Uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of the start of fair food. Okay. And then give you some sneak peeks into the Texas uh, Ooh, state fair food I can't of wait. this year. Okay. Uh, so State Fair, uh, used to just kind of be like, look at this big tomato, look at my beautiful pig. And can we just get back to that, please? <laughs> I'll, I'll, ch- I want to check out your big t- t- tomato. Did you forget how to say it? I wanted to, uh, my brain, okay, here's what happened. My okay. brain, my mouth is the exit for words that come out of my brain. And tomato was like, let me through. And then potato was like, no, it's my turn. <laughs> tomato. And they kind of went out there at the same time. How about it, science? I wanted to pay. I would, no, I don't want it. Potatoes <laughs> yeah, are, potatoes really are kind of, they kind of got it in one with potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want them trying to <laughs> chop and screw it. Uh, Although, damn, if you could get ketchup like built into the like DNA lattice work of the French fry. Oh, I don't know. But you, I mean, you you yourself have talked about the pleasure of dipping. You're right. I love it. <laughs> so somebody dipping at the airport, like snooze or snus or oh. whatever. Yeah. I hadn't seen that. Maybe ever. I mean, I guess if, if you are a smoker and you need access to your sweet tobacco, that, that is stuff. one way to do it. Maybe. An airport. Yeah. Anyway, that was a gross aside. What's... <laughs> okay, so State Fair... Uh, Syracuse State Fair of 1841 is the beginning of, of State Fair-itude. Okay. Uh, but, you know, we didn't really see the, like, confections until, like, the 20th century. Uh, I wanted to talk about, uh, somebody named Abel Gonzalez Jr. 
Okay, please tell Whose me. nickname is Fried Jesus. All right. Uh, he is a multiple big tex, which is the Texas State Fair uh, award winner. Uh, he invented deep fried butter for the 2009 Texas State Fair. Invented is a fun word there. I guess you just, what do you do? You, you freeze, freeze it? it. Yeah. yeah. You freeze it and then uh, you encase it in dough and then fry it. Okay. So you're kind of, I mean, not to be that guy, but you're, you have deep fried dough at that point with just like lots of butter. And I'm sorry, folks. Doesn't that sound good? No. Though? No? What are you talking about? Oh, so you don't like butter on bread? I don't like there. I don't. Okay. I wouldn't need a hot pocket of butter. Well, it's not. It's that not, is what it that is. No, but it is not that size. I, I do not imagine that they are giving you a like a hot dog sized encased well, butter. Would this liquid butter be super hot? Like super, super duper scalding hot? No, because it's frozen. And then they fry it. And then they fry it. And so it like probably like just reaches melt temperature when they pull it out. I can't, I can't go, I can't, you are going somewhere that I cannot follow. Wow. Um, all right, so candy apples. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to move on from Abel Gonzalez so quickly. Uh, he apparently has this whole show that I am not familiar with. Uh, oh, Butter Boys on uh, Bravo. <laughs> Deep Fry Masters. Oh, is that on Bravo? <laughs> I can't imagine it I only is. watch Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the was, only cooking shows I watch are on Bravo. That's it. <laughs> he, he was a database analyst before quitting his job in 2009 to become deep fried food guy at the State Fair. But he has been just kind of all over the scene, not just with the butter, but uh, cookie dough, fried Coke. Oh, Fried jambalaya. Oh, uh, okay. Hold up. You got me back now. <laughs> chicken fried cactus bites, jelly and banana sandwiches, and deep fried pineapple rings. There's a lot of stuff in there that I think we can all get on board yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, okay. yes. So I wanted to uh, get back to fair food. Yes. Um, mention the candy apple, funnel cakes. Uh, <laughs> Do you like a candy apple? Not really, no. Okay, good. I like a, like a caramel apple with the nuts, but that's, that's mainly fun. because I like the caramel and the nuts. Yeah. You know? I don't really like biting into an apple. Oh, just full stop? Full stop. I, <laughs> I like a cut up apple, um, <laughs> but I don't really like biting into an apple. If you could cut up an apple and then dip those in caramel and put some nuts on them. Ooh, oh, boy, that's that would an be idea. Good. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. I'll, I'll get into Texas in a moment, but I also wanted to talk about the deep fried Oreo. Okay. Invented in 2002. Wow, it's been, wow, almost 20 years. Uh-huh. Uh, this came the year after the deep fried Twinkie. Oh, yeah. Um, Natural progression. The Oreos dipped in pancake batter, deep fried, drizzled with chocolate, coated in powdered sugar. I mean, yeah. I've never had one. Have you? No, I haven't. Because it's, uh, you know me. I'm 34. <laughs> I just, I can't, I, there, there are certain- Not in 2002. I feel like I've always had the sort of digestive constitution of a 34-year-old man. I will say that does not stop you, though. It doesn't stop me for a lot of things, but like, just eating 
a, a I don't like sugar on sugar on sugar on sugar on sugar. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? It's yeah. the it's the dipped in chocolate and then powdered sugar. Like deep fry me up an Oreo, I'll eat that bad boy, sure. But like also coated in chocolate and also with powdered. I don't think I like powdered sugar very much. It gets on, gets up there. <laughs> Eating pancakes with powdered sugar, you're like, mm, this is a good bit. <laughs> oh God, that noise. Is that bad? Yeah. Oh okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, so now I want to talk about Texas. Uh, so since 2005, the Big Tex Choice Awards uh, have been offered each year. State fair confessionaries fry up food for a chance to become a finalist in the awards. It's just fried foods. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so here are the finalists for 2021. Here oh, are the, boy. the savory finalists. Okay, so wait, this is like happening soon, right? The Texas State uh -huh. Fair is very, okay. It's a month away. Okay, wow. Get stoked. Okay, so savory finalists. We have crispy crazy corn. Oh, uh, no, yeah, okay, cool. Which is just, you know, fried corn, uh, but in little individual kernels. Fun. Um, then we have, uh, what they call the deep fried I-35. Oh, shit. Which is a fried kolache. Oh, God. <laughs> What's inside that kolache? Just sausage? Well, so there's, there's brisket, there's peach juice. Whoa. Uh-huh. That sounds incredible. I'm wicked into all those. Yeah, see, there's a lot of complexity in there. Deep fried seafood gumbo balls. Sure, man. <laughs> something called pork shots <laughs> fuck yeah pork shots you're telling me i can get covid19 shots and pork shots at the same event <laughs> they take a sausage uh is this pork shots yes okay awesome okay uh they take a, a sausage and they wrap it with bacon yeah and then they fill it with mac and cheese um, um nope <laughs> that was it you want me to stop there yeah that was it how do you fill a sausage with mac and cheese it's so they the bacon around the sausage creates a little bowl in which this, they like oh, put the God. mac and cheese around something called pork shots could be so fun <laughs> uh there's also the lucky duck dumpling okay uh which is a pastry filled with cream cheese and duck Bacon and uh, sweet corn. Oh, okay, sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, sweet finalists. All right. This <laughs> is where it's going to get a little too rowdy, I feel like. <laughs> Something called the armadillo, which is a cookie butter ice cream sandwich. Uh, that shaped, is fried. Sha yeah, shaped like an armadillo. Oh, okay. Um, brisket brittle. What? Uh, which is a uh, kind of like peanut brittle, but, but with sweet brisket. The peanut is replaced with brisket. How's that sweet? Well, I mean, there's still the brittle part. I guess the buttery sweet brittle. Yeah, that doesn't sound very good. And then a Texas pumpkin poke cake. Okay, which is a pumpkin cake with vanilla glaze, caramel, whipped and cream, it, and then you fry it. Are you okay. sure? How do you fry whipped cream? Damn it. What will they think well, of Well, the that? pumpkin cake. Pumpkin cake is fried. Oh, and they put whipped cream. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Okay, two more. Sorry. I, this, I know, is a lengthy I'm segment. I'm on pins and needles. I know. Uh, deep fried Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. This sounds so brilliant. Okay. This is Isaac Russo. Is this your front runner, you think? I mean. Put money on it. Let's see. <laughs> we'll follow up. 
It okay, so it is a large soft pretzel. Mm-hmm. First, dropped in the fryer, bathed in candy corn syrup. Oh man! Followed by rainbow sprinkles and powdered sugar. Oh man! Then they take orange and white buttercream icing, what? and put Halloween candies on top: uh, marshmallow whipped cream, Reese's peanut butter cup, Hershey's chocolate syrup, candy the, corn. The most. <laughs> you want to see it? The I'm not sure I do. <laughs> It just kind of looks like they dropped something it, it, in a pile of candy. It's just <laughs> the most rowdy, debaucherous. I feel like Guy Fieri on his worst day would take a look at that and be like, that's criminal. <laughs> that's too much stuff. It's the pretzel really that got me. Like the idea the of putting great, a then- pretzel in a fryer. I'm like, all right, you, you've piqued my interest. But then candy corn syrup. Something else, buttercream frosting, and then Halloween candy. What is Halloween candy sprinkled on top? You're describing the gamut, the whole spectrum of candy. It's deep fried Halloween. Okay, that's fair. Okay, and then finally, a fried toffee coffee crunch cake. This That's my shit. That's all I need right there. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like a, a cake donut, and it's got toffee and almonds. God, and yes. It's it's. Dipped in an egg product and covered in panko and vanilla cookie crumbs. Well, okay, okay, yeah, sure. I'm, that's my that's mine right there. That's not going to win. I feel like. Can I be honest with you? I yeah. feel like brisket brittle is going to win. Yeah, because it's like I can see it's that. it's something new. Yeah, it's a new genus of man. We have spent a long time on this <laughs> segment. Not that it's dragging, but that like I only want to talk about fair food. <laughs> And the science of it and the development. It, it made me realize that there is a there is an opportunity for Munch Squad to go in a new direction and oh, that I should reach out you to your brother. Cannot. That is a that is a, a a threshold that once we cross it, yeah. then the show the title of the show will need to change. When I was doing my research, I read about a state fair because you know they're all over the country and they all follow this kind of fair food ethic now. Uh, somebody took a burger and instead of buns, use funnel cake. <laughs> All right, kick ass. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's a lot of potential there, and I'm just excited about it. You sure. know the innovation. Um, granted, again, I have not been to a state fair, so I can't claim a there. lot of knowledge. But who? It's exciting. Hey, can I see you away? Yes, please. Thank you. Griffin? Yeah. You know what's a shame? What? Is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? <laughs> it's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. <laughs> factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters with, I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. 
So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think, I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghostwriter, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Stiles <laughs> episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people, you can, you can sell uh your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain are you feeling elevated levels of anxiety Do you quake uncontrollably, even thinking about watching cable news? Do you have disturbing nightmares, only to realize it's two in the afternoon and you're up? If you've experienced one or more of these symptoms, you may have FNO, news overload. Fortunately, there's treatment. Hi, I'm Dave Holmes, host of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters helps fight FNO. That's because Troubled Waters stimulates your joy zone. On Troubled Waters, two comedians will battle one another for pop culture supremacy. So join me, Dave Holmes, for two, two, two doses of Troubled Waters a month. The cure for your news overload. Available on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's your thing? Oh, you ready? Yeah. For that, for the heat? I want to talk about kids' cameras or photography for children. <laughs> okay. Tell me, did you did you have a camera or did you have access to many, maybe many cameras growing up as a child? Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like it, it is kind of I don't know, the practice in our house at least was as cameras got more advanced, I got, you know, the the camera that was less advanced to play with. Interesting. I remember a camera I had that looked kind of like a laptop battery. Okay. It was like a long bar with yeah. a little wrist strap. Uh, and yeah, that I remember using that. Um, and also, you know, just the disposable ones. That is a concept. Do, disposable cameras are like extinct now right like we're not people still use them at weddings don't they or no maybe not maybe i don't know i don't know but yeah it seems like now that everybody has a camera in their phone you probably wouldn't see that i can't believe i have to say this but there's there's probably people listening who don't know what it yeah the can't disposable they were like little cardboard yeah and plastic 
cameras that you could take like 24 shots with. They had a little like plastic wheel that would advance to the next frame and then you would take it to uh like a a, A walgreens or whatever yeah or a walmart or any place that had like a photo center and you'd give them the whole camera you'd give them the fucking camera and then they would print out the pictures like a few days later and give them to you but there was no way to know what they looked like yeah Uh, and so you would just kind of hand this box to somebody and then see if anything you took came out i met ben folds on my 16th birthday at the first concert i ever went to and my friend took a picture of us with a disposable camera and then like a month later they're like here's the picture and it was so off center and like blurry (laughs) and bad and i was like fuck i should i should have had you take multiple pictures but there's only 24 snaps on this one bad boy Uh and then you throw it away it's so wasteful but we did have those any any like vacation we went on or like church camp we would have like a disposable camera yeah because those things were cheap you know and like it was not a scary thing if you damaged it in some way. Yeah. Uh, there were also, so the sort of form factor you've just described it like this long rectangle was yeah. a common thing for like lower end cameras. We had one in our family that was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme. <laughs> and any picture you took on it, you would take the film out and get it developed at a photo center and then it would have a tiny little superimposed image of Michelangelo in the corner. <laughs> Specifically Michelangelo? We I don't know if there were other <laughs> like turtle cameras you could get. We had the Michelangelo model, which is like not even he's not even my favorite. Oh really? Um, I like Donatello. Like Yeah, I guess you're kind of a intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I also like to party. So um, there is these days, I feel like there are like digital cameras for children. Henry has one. You can buy very cheap, cheap, cheap digital cameras. Now. Yeah. They're covered in like thick plastic. So, so if you, you drop them, chuck them out of an yeah. airplane window, they usually have less fun. buttons. So right. it's pretty straightforward how you take a picture. But they also can do some fun stuff. Uh, we were playing around with Charlie, who got uh, a little digital camera that can do like green screen stuff uh, that, yeah. that is like kind of advanced and very interesting and there is something so delightful to me about a a, a kid with a camera because it's it's so empowering because even if you don't have like a an artistic bone in your body and you cannot uh draw i have never been a good artist like at all i do not have the ability to to draw things i just never really learned how um, but you can take a picture and obviously there is a, an incalculable skill ceiling of art for taking yeah. pictures also, but you can, you know, without knowing how to pick up a pin and, and draw certain shapes or whatever, you can take a, you can hold up a camera and press a button and then have this piece of art essentially. Yeah. Well, and it's also, I mean, this is like a larger art history conversation, but it's also interesting just to see what a kid would want to take a picture of. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it is a, 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 a picture is like a representation of like what that person was seeing at the time that they took the picture. And so that gets so interesting for kids because yeah. it's like, yeah, maybe you're not following the rule of thirds or whatever, but like <laughs> Henry has grabbed my phone and taken some pictures on it that are like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's like what you were looking at and yeah. how you wanted to frame this and how you sort of captured this moment in time. That's so neat. And it also is kind of a way to learn 
I don't know, to kind of learn what photos are for. Because I will say as a kid, if I went to the zoo, for example, I would take a lot of pictures of the animals. Yeah. Or like in my my trip to Washington, D.C. when I was in eighth grade, I took a lot of pictures of like monuments. But it was like the pictures of my friends that I actually wanted to return to. (laughs) And and that's a really interesting thing that differs from person to person. I will never forget, we went to, I, I think we were at some amusement park in Hong Kong and there were a ton of tourists there who were taking pictures of like every single like uh, stop at like this aquarium thing that we walked through and every single and and I remember thinking like that is a it's such an interesting thing the thing that people think like uh, this is the thing I'm going to want to look at later or this is the thing that I'm going to want to post online so that people know that I saw a jellyfish yeah uh which is not inherently like a, a you know culture to culture thing it's like you know our our parents take pictures differently than we take pictures just like our children take pictures differently from us and yeah. that's so cool yeah um the main reason i wanted to talk about this i've been getting into uh game boy collection modification stuff again and i dug out my old game boy camera have oh, i ever showed that to you no it's a Game Boy game. It's a cartridge that goes into the, the Game Boy, and then it has this little bulb on top that you can actually swivel 180 degrees. So you can do selfie mode if you if you want to. Uh, and then you can take these 128 by 128 pixel grayscale images with it. You can take like you can snap like 30 of them and save them to to the cartridge. Um, and then you can there's like on the game itself you can like add silly stickers or you know little uh, a little doodle onto the images uh or like superimpose words onto them yeah. uh you could also like take a picture of your face and then put it on like an old game and watch game so that like you're sprinting on like a racetrack oh. playing a, or like doing a, a, a side scrolling like space shooter but it, your cool. head is all the other yeah this game came out in like 1998 so yeah. it's kind of like incredible. I think we had this before we had like a digital camera at my yeah. house. Yeah. Um, and where it got really wild, I still have my Game Boy camera, which is like a collector's item now because you can't just reproduce, you can't emulate that. Like it's got a freaking camera on top of it. What is really hard to find and I don't have anymore, there was a printer. So you could print out your pictures in these like postage stamp sized uh, <laughs> thermal paper stickers. So you can make your own stickers. So I had like for like a couple of years, like all of my binders and folders yeah. and pencil cases were covered in these like homemade stickers I had oh. made with the Game Boy camera. And it was such a rad thing because yeah. I again, like I always had a, a creative streak, but for like visual arts like i had no venue for that i had no way to sort of get that get that out uh and then here comes the game boy camera uh that's clever yeah that's what was so exciting about the polaroid camera um we never had one in our house but it was so cool this idea that you could take a picture and immediately see it (laughs) yeah i i've i've always thought it was a very like cool thing and now like there are an infinite number of photography apps with an infinite number of like completely bonkers filters on them. And the escalation that has happened there, like makes me wonder like, what's it going to, what's it going to be like? Will Henry be able and, and Gus be able to like foster that creative streak with like any app that makes their face look like, you know, 
Pikachu's <laughs> face or whatever the fuck. Like that's yeah. a huge escalation. I feel like if I had access to that when I was a little kid, like it's all I would do ever. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to get Andy Rooney up here. It's just uh, yeah. It's just something I've, I've been thinking about. There is something to be said for the dealing with the constraints of this is a 128 by 128 pixel grayscale camera. Now let's make some cinema. Let's make some magic with it. Um, yeah. God, pour one out for the Game Boy camera. So does your Game Boy like still have the pictures you took on Ooh, it? I don't think so. I think I, I remember looking and it was it's it's not so that would be incredible. Like ten year old Griffin, like yeah. yeah. No, unfortunately. In my in my baggy pants. Flexing. Uh, flexing. My huge <laughs> muscles. Hey, um, I want to thank Bowen and Augustus for the use for our theme song, Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. And uh, hey, thanks to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. Go to MaximumFun.org. Check out all the great shows that they have on MaximumFun.org. Shows like uh, frickin' The Flop House. Mm-hmm. And uh, how about Story Break? Yeah. Triple Click? Don't <laughs> say I don't know the shows on the Max Fun Network. I know them all. You know them all. Uh, I think that's it. I'm going to... I'm going to go. I'm going to get going. Okay. It's been real. Wait, are you going forever? Oh, don't make me put a label on it. (laughs) I'll be gone a period of time. Mm -hmm. And then you'll come back? With Taco Bell. For both of us. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.